This is episode 254. By the time I hear her honk on a recorder, <laughs> whenever I'm reading a title, I feel like doing the eyebrows about it. You got to do it. Yeah, it's all, in yeah. The, it's all in the brows. This time, by the time you hear this episode, we will be talking about my trip to PAX Unplugged, a new amp and IR loader from Boss, our music Christmas lists, and oddly enough, the Beatles. Who are we? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> it's the tone control. Stay tuned. No, I didn't like that. I'm just going to keep trying things. I mean, one of these days I'll land on one. Yeah, you'll get a, a real Justin okay. Zinger. Maybe in 255 we'll land on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome once again to the welcome new the new way of things. Do you um, remember? Do you remember yeah. no. how everything was gonna go? Everything was gonna become easy and normal on Mondays. Yeah, I do. And then I remember you, saying you that. I think, returned from a trip like maybe maybe a, a couple of hours ago. Yeah, today. And um, I was all everything was gonna be great on my end. My wife got called for jury duty. Oh. And got sat on a trial today. Oh, they thinking it might only take a couple of days, okay. um, but it meant she had to like basically try to do all of her day's work after she got home, uh. and like <laughs> anyway, it's a Come civil on. trial. I know somebody's going to ask like what it's about. I don't know. I don't know what it's about because she's not allowed to say. But it's a civil trial. Um, I know from context clues. <laughs> and I'm about to purge perjure myself. Anyway, that, that's not perjury because I'm not sworn in. I'm about to like violate the rules. Uh, I know from context clues that has something to do with cutting trees down. So, oh, okay. Real juicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, some hard hitting. Exactly. Crazy stuff. Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah I got back. <clears throat> I got back from a trip today. Mm-hmm. We got back at like twelve thirty, and guess what I came back with. Uh, 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 convention cough. I don't know. Um, close. That's yeah. probably that clock is ticking for me. I think, but uh-huh. I came back with a baby with an ear infection and RSV. Oh, great, great. Yep. So, guess whose baby's on antibiotics again? Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. So that's just the life, yeah. you know. Yeah. To be fair, he was awesome with my parents who watched him all weekend. So, so they didn't uh, have to deal with it. In, correct. So he was he was killer. He had a great time. They had a great time. Um, all was good, and we had an outstanding time in Philadelphia for PAX Unplugged. So, Sweet. Yeah. Look at this uh, friggin' gigantic D twenty that I got. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, D twenty has to be pretty big before you can reasonably uh, get it to land on a side, right? It's not the smallest yeah. die in the world. No, right? it's not. But I have a regular sized one here. Yeah. Uh, here's a regular one. Okay. And here's I think this is a 38 millimeter. <laughs> so it's like it's like almost double size, yeah. It's Diameter. huge, yeah. It's clearly yeah. yeah. But it's cool. It's got like mylar inside and it's all shiny and oh. reflective and stuff. It's very cool. I got a nice. few for some friends. They were like five or six bucks a piece. They're just mm-hmm. kind of cast resin things, but really fun. Yeah. Um Yeah, man. Coming in tired uh-huh. and with a baby that's uh not feeling so great. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, shit, I got sick last weekend. Um, yeah, it, I just realized in between. No, and and I mean, I I I got like really sick, but just for a couple of days. Um, oh, on. So I guess it was, so, so let's see, last week there was, uh, the whole Thanksgiving business and then, um, we, oh, right. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to center like what's going on in, in a tone control week. Yeah. So last, so since the last episode we had the Thanksgiving holiday, right. And then on the Friday we, we go cut a tree down. Speaking yeah. of cutting down trees. That's this is <laughs> turns a, out is, Justin's on trial. <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, yeah, it was me. Um, anyway, I just cut somebody's tree down in their front yard. It was just it just looked like the perfect Christmas tree, so I just took it. You know what I mean? And apparently, yeah, that's, that's what not you okay. do. Okay, well, allegedly. Well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No. Uh, anyway, that's our tradition. We go, we we put the thing up, and then we decorate. Blah blah blah. So we kind of go through the thing. We we put the tree up. We decorate it. Um, and by like nine at night, I was like, Hmm, I'm, I'm sick. Like my, mm. my throat hurts. I'm getting something. And, um, which was alarming to wife because I'm a sickness denier. I do not tell her I'm sick until it is over with, if I can help it at all. Ah, okay. You know, I try to just not is let it for, change my for life. Who's- for whose benefit, hers or yours? For mine. I just I don't okay. I don't want it to change my life if I can help it. I don't want to like wallow and stuff like that. Like I just I mean, prefer you're, to like so ignore. What you're <laughs> saying is you're through. you're not denying that sickness exists. You're oh. denying <laughs> Right. Sorry. Okay. I am not denying germ theory. Okay. You're denying am, you're I'm not a man flu person. When I get sick, I you it's it most yourself. of the time, it's like not that bad. And it's like, I have a yeah. cold. I'm not going to like, I'm going to be a little less productive, but I'm not going to like change my whole life. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not going to let it take me over. So um, this one took me over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like the next day, I was really sick. I had like 103 and a half fever. Whoa. It was like, it was like COVID level fever. You were cooking. I yeah. was in a bad way. And, and, oh then, my God. Um, and then I was, and then I started getting better. So by, by Monday, I was like able to go to work and, and be in, huh. be in okay. So it's just like a weekend thing, but, um, yeah. That's weird. Like I've yeah. had some, some colds or had a flu. I don't know what it is. Some thing where I end up with yeah. a fever for like 12 hours. Yeah. And it, it's like a short little thing or a day or two. And right. it's like, uh, what was that? Kind right. of thing, and it's, it's just it's gone. very much like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was, uh, I was medicating myself, and yeah. Huh. So I mean, it, it, it like managed. I, it managed to take um, maybe, maybe twenty four hours, a little more, maybe. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you're better. Yeah. So it didn't last very long, but yeah, it was like really hit hard. So and then, God, what else did I do? Then I just did normal stuff. Then everything was normal. Just normal Justin things. Cool. Just normal Justin things. My yeah. kids, my kids doing some riding lessons. She's doing four riding lessons here in December, and she's fucking loving it. Motorcycles. Yep. No, a horse is this time. <laughs> um, yeah. So I haven't been to one. Of, Marielle's been taking her, but apparently she is. She, she Marielle says that Aria is more focused 
and intent and doing like everything right and good than at this than anything she's ever done. She is thriving. <laughs> like, she's, she's she's found like, the thing. She's following all the directions. She's paying exactly attention. You know what I mean? Like wow. she's tacking the horse by herself. She's ta- you know what I mean? She took the saddle off the horse and cleaned the horse all off all by herself and all this stuff. Um that's so fantastic. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to go next. It's there on Sunday, so I'm going to take her next Sunday and observe the magic. Wow. Um, but yeah, maybe That's she insane. Might, this might be something she's really into. So That's how it felt for me when I started yeah. with guitar. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just, you see that early progress or that early like, this is something I can actually do. Yeah. It's like yeah. the first day they didn't even get on the horse till like the very end. She was absolutely focused, not whining about it at all. The whole time. I mean, that's great. <laughs> so it's a, yeah, and the place is is five minutes from here. We have this just oh, great cool. big farm with a bunch of horse stuff. It's right next to us. It's fantastic. Awesome, awesome, yeah. awesome. I love that. Um, I guess I can get into my first bullet item, which is that I went to Pax Unplugged, which I just mentioned. But I can Pax Unplugged. Should we punctuate yeah. that? Should sure. we? Is this part of the show? This is it. This is it. Um, yeah, this is part of the show, but it's also what I've been up to. Yeah, a little above. So, PAX oh. Unplugged is a tabletop gaming convention. Oh, look at that. I was going to yep. call up a website and see if I can make it look good. Sure, yeah, you could do that. Um, and it's in Philadelphia, and they do it every year, and it's uh, like kind of the weekend after Thanksgiving, it seems to be, mm-hmm. kind of right around that zone. And it was our first time there, and it was the most fun thing we've done in a really, really long time. I was, we had such a ball. Um, so we are, you know, we, we like board games. We play a lot of board games, but that has kind of fallen away from us as we have a baby. <laughs> Feeling really reinvigorated about board games, we bought a lot of stuff. This was like our. <laughs> this was like our. Like, cr- My life is back. <laughs> it really was like yeah, a chance yeah. for us to live our old life for a few days. We we're like going out to dinner, getting drinks, and staying out late, and like doing all this yeah. like fun stuff again. Um, and then we came back to a sick baby. So, you know, mm-hmm. the whiplash is wild. But um, PAX <laughs> is a. It stands for Penny Arcade Expo, and they do. It's it's primarily a video game centric organization. I've been to PAX East a number of times, which is in Boston, and they do have a tabletop gaming section of that and the other PAX events as well. But it, it had been the tabletop section of East PAX East anyway had been kind of shrinking slowly over the years, and ta-da, they spun it off into its own event. So there's no yeah. video games present to this thing at all. It's all tabletop RPGs, board games, card games, dice games, anything that is a physical gameplay thing and it rocked it was so fun so fun we bought so many games uh we're gonna have to like go through our collection here and try to sell a few things because it's like well we're never gonna play this and i would much rather keep this other game that we just got and that kind of thing uh. um i got i got a bunch of like massive d20s for my D group all um, the herd yeah yeah and um what else uh philadelphia is a really cool city Philly knows how to eat, dude. I had some of the best Mexican food of my life in Philly. Um, just everywhere we turned, there was like awesome, awesome food. Um, what else? We got some games that like had been on our list for a really long time. Yeah. Things that like you can't find them on Amazon, and and if you buy it from the manufacturer, it's 
it feels too expensive and it feels and the shipping uh, is like mm-hmm. too high. There was this game called Moonrakers I'd been on the lookout for. It was like I think 70 bucks, which is mm. pretty high. Yeah. And then it was like $20 shipping for for a board game and I was like that's <clears throat> yeah. that's a lot, you know, and I'm which, not sure if that's something I'm and what if we don't like in it? Amazon. <laughs> I know. To to accept that, you know. Yeah. And so it was there and it was they had a show special. It was on like twenty percent off. So I didn't have to pay shipping and I got the game for fifty bucks yeah. or something like that. So perfect. Um but yeah, it was outstanding. And if you're a board game person, uh I super recommend it. Have you guys ever considered going to Gen Con? Do you know about Gen Con? Uh I've heard of I've heard of it, but I couldn't tell you about it. It's in Indianapolis. Which I know is not oh, okay. terribly far from you, um, yeah. and it, it's the it's biggest. Less than a couple of hours, I think. Yeah, it's the biggest tabletop gaming mm-hmm. convention in the country, mm-hmm. and it was started by Gary Gygax, creator of oh, Dungeons okay. and Dragons. So it's like the, the, the big dragon one. himself. Yeah. Yeah, the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, so, which is it? <laughs> <laughs> turns out he's and. So um, <laughs> I just I don't know. We were talking about like, oh, it's maybe maybe they yeah. could go sometime, and because it's. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Um, we got to see uh, Shut Up and Sit Down do a live panel, which is oh, yeah. the. Uh, was that the thing that you showed me, or was that a different thing? That was the thing I showed you. Yeah. Okay. In the, we were getting the group text. Yeah. yeah. So the Shut Up and Sit Down is a really fun uh, board gaming, tabletop gaming podcast, YouTube channel, stuff like that. They do really great reviews of board games. And, um, they're very funny. <laughs> they're they're very like quick witted guys, and uh, they they also offer you like really sincere looks at games and why you might like or dislike them. So the content is not yeah. just jokes; it's like genuinely high value content. So they did a panel. It was an hour long, and they said it's the title was "Shut Up and Sit Down's Top 1000. And so we walked in thinking, "This is their list of be top- here all day." <laughs> yeah. So we walk in, and they're like. We thought it was going to be the top 1,000 board games that they like. Uh, and they're like, we've well, booked this hall for too, seven hours. <laughs> you, right, you sent me this picture, our top 1,000 yeah. are picturing you. Okay, it's 3 o'clock, let's get started. Okay, number 1,000. Yeah, it's- it turns out that was not it. <laughs> it, it. Instead, when I want to do this, I think we should do this sometime. Yeah. was just a top 1,000 period. Of anything? Of anything, so the author like, there's a microphone there, line up and say your thing, and we'll rank it, and that's it. So they're sitting on stage, just going, <laughs> yeah, like giving them one of these kind of. <laughs> so there's some rules, like don't be a okay. dickhead, right? <laughs> no making fun of people. All right. Um, once something is on the list, you cannot move it up or down. It is in its place. It's, it is okay. locked in at its number. So, so they, is it they like a su- tier so list, like S tier, A tier? No, just like one through a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so people are getting up there and they're like, the sun. <laughs> And, and you don't want to <laughs> right, go too right. high, right? Cause yeah, because it's like there's a thousand things. What's going to be number one, right? And so then they get into all this other stuff. Like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna roll a six sided die, and depending on 
Uh, we're going to roll a six-sided die and flip a coin. If it's heads, you're going to move up by that many rank, and if it's tails, you're going to move down by that many rank. <laughs> right? <laughs> but on an order of a thousand, six places is kind of nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pointless. So there's somebody early on gets up there and is like, Dungeons and Dragons, right? That's like a major yeah. pull for PAX yeah. Unplugged. Yeah. And they're like... We don't really like Dungeons and Dragons here at, at Shut Up and Sit Down. <laughs> and so they decide to rank them individually Dungeons, Dragons, and And. and. <laughs> <laughs> so And comes in at like 54 or something like that. Oh, wow. That. Very high. And then Dungeon and Dragon are in the 800s. <laughs> <laughs> and then at any point, like the audience could just chant no over and over if they vetoed something being on the list. <laughs> so ridiculous. So it's just like oh, an hour of horsing around then. Oh, yeah. We only yeah. got into like 20 things. <laughs> it was really fun. So somebody's just getting up there like sleep. You know, or the feeling of the feeling uh, when plans get canceled for something you didn't want to go to. It's <laughs> a good one. Tacos. I like that. Yeah. That's top 100 yeah. for yeah. me. <laughs> and there's all this debate around it, and they're just like really funny people. So anyway, that was super fun, um, and that's my spiel. That's it. That's I don't want to go on too long about all okay. the fun I've had right. away from guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, I would like to go... Um, to something to the nearby, yeah. I mean, Indianapolis is a, is a really easy, pretty easy drive. Um, yeah, check it out. May, may, yeah, it's probably yeah. It's it's not a it's not a bring the kiddo thing. Is no, that's too much walking around. I'm, I don't know why I'm playing yeah, this in we, my head right now while the camera's <laughs> pointed at me. We um, did. We walked about six or seven miles a day. Yeah, on a hard concrete, you know, convention right. center floor. So, yeah, it's a long day, and I'm still feeling it, but mm -hmm. it was so fun. We got some really outstanding games, um, and people just show up to, like, compete. You know, there's, like, tournaments mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, new games are announced, things like that. And you can talk with the publishers. There's game manufacturers. There's um, yeah. game art, all, all these different categories of things. So really cool stuff. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. <clears throat> cool, man. So. Cool. Should so, we talk about a guitar thing? Shall we do yet another thing? Yeah, all right. Let's do it. Cool. Yeah, all right. So, boss. Boss. It's time to, it's time to talk about how boss boss is. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, so, all right, fine. Here's the thing. Boss. Here's made, the thing. Boss. Boss. Oh man, they've done it now. Now, now they've they, done it. Like you're doing a bit, but they have really done it. Yeah, like, no. I mean, they're 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 about to blow everybody out of the water with this one. It's the IR two amp and IR cabinet. So, pedal. was there an IR one? Nah. Or is it just two? Because there's. I mean, both. I think probably just because it's both. Yeah. Was there a TU-1? No, there was just the <laughs> TU-2, right? Are we sure about that? I'm not. I'm not either. <laughs> so it's, a, um, it's an IR okay. loader. It's the standard compact boss size. And Here, it has picture. 
Yeah, it has some Boss amps in it, and it's an IR loader, so it's got USB-C on the back. You can throw your stuff in it, and it's $200. Okay, so, so all right, so I see um, microphone coming this way. I see they, we've got the selector on the right Yeah. with a bunch of, pre, you know, so Brit, high gain, what's that say? Yeah, uh, SLDN, probably still Dano. Oh, DN, yeah. It's it's a little uh, like far a, away from me. Yeah, so brown face. So right, we've got Marshalls, we've got Mesas, yeah. Crunch, uh, Tweeds, Twins. It's going to be Mesa. Yep. Yep. Great. Uh, rectifier stuff like that. So it's got all yep. the big sounds in it, and these are from like the Boss Katana series, which has been really successful. So mm-hmm. I trust that these sound pretty good. Um, there are three concentric stacked knobs for. Your three band EQ and then things like ambience level and gain. Uh, there's an effects loop on it. Yep. Which is killer. So let's. Can it's I. Got fucking um, six jacks on this thing. Let's view there's, the gallery. Here we go. View that gallery. So, so stereo in, output. input and output, obviously. Yeah, stereo out. Then there's like a channel select. Uh, and bypass functions are a little bit different, so you can channel select these amps, and and that's what the switch mm-hmm. does. Because why would you turn off your amp and IR cabinet? Right, you know? right. You see, so you hold to bypass. Yeah, yeah. Really smart. I am blown away that it's two hundred bucks. Two hundred dollars, and it's the stock. size of any other pedal, right? It's the size well, of just a regular right. Boss pedal because they don't which have is to the be most, a funny yeah. size. <laughs> It's the most exciting thing, I think, because it's really affordable. And it's a, I don't know, man, like the barrier to entry on going ampless is, yeah, it's becoming non existent. Right, right. Because you, so, and, and like we're saying, so you can load something onto this. I mean, I, I, I guess so. You um, can load it and it's full of Celestian IRs already. Well, right. But like yeah. you could, Download an IR from somewhere, mm-hmm. something really fancy, right? And stick it onto this thing. So it makes me think like when like UAD talks about their aux thing and the aux pedal that they made, and it's like theirs is so much better to hear them say it. So like what is it? Is it how much is, is that are their be? IRs recorded better? Or if I take their IR files? You know, or IRs that are on that level and put them in yeah. this, is it the same? Or is there something different about what they're doing in the software? So the UA aux pedal that's out now is twice the price. Yeah. So and, and got, UA yeah. will tell you happily about how it's just the the only thing that <laughs> it's the only thing good enough for the edge. It's finally <laughs> we finally cracked the code, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, theirs has two mics, and you can blend them, and you can change if it's dynamic condenser or ribbon on each. Um, like that's cool, but that's yeah. a level of granularity that I don't like. If you're getting into that, do you want it to be a pedal? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I you, you're, not, so you're programming but, this in this in software, and then um, so here's the aux aux stomp, which is basically just their aux. Amp top box that they put in here and, yeah. and presumably taken the um, the it's, load uh, the, box out of it. Right, right. So, okay, so the software is a little it. more two complicated. Sounds. Sure. Yeah, and it's got speaker drive as a variable, which is kind of cool. But okay. Um, 
So, and, and now, so I don't, I don't do that much with IRs. Like I have some things that, that have come with IRs because they were made that way. Like some of the amp sims that I use in my studio. Um, but I don't have a helix or anything. So, mm-hmm. um, is there like a standard format? Like, is there, are, there's are a they few. all interchangeable? Um, okay. There's a few. There's a few. Usually when you buy one, you get it in all the formats. Um, okay. Like Helix uses a wave. So it's just a wave file okay. that you load yep. in. Um, but the, like Fractal uses something else. And and every every um, IR that I have comes with like, it's like just a bundled folder. And it's like Helix, oh, right. Kemper, uh, Headrush, Fractal. Like it's all the big yeah. players. Okay. Um, and you just load in the one that's yours because there's there's no reason for them to separate out which which one you're buying, right? Because it's all yeah, just yeah. a single kilobyte file or something. Right. Like that. So I, I've yeah. right. I've seen some. I've seen like drum sample stuff that's that's like this too, where mm-hmm. it's like here's the waves and here's a couple of standard. You know, here's Superior Drummer and here's another yeah. one. Because they're because frankly the only. <laughs> Those things come with a tool too. Like Steven Slate Drums comes with a tool where I can just drag and drop my wave files and then say print a TCL file and that'll oh, okay. be the, the trigger like preset or whatever ready mm-hmm. to go, you know, because all it does is just put the waves into a spreadsheet or something and attach a, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just something yeah. that it understands and knows where to put the layers. So that makes sense. Um, so it's interesting, yeah, yeah that they they enco- can be encoded as a wave file, but I guess that makes sense too because it's just like the wave when you sample an IR, you're basically taking the difference, right? You're projecting a sound, and like when you do it for um, <clears throat> for an impulse response reverb, that's that's how this all started, right? Reverbs yeah. were the first software to do this, and you you basically play. Usually, it was like a gunshot kind of sound, like a bang. And then also like a sine wave sweep. And you would hmm. do those two and record the result and then some software would basically subtract the sound out of it and all you're left with is the difference and that's the reverb of the room. Interesting, so yeah. I'm, the, I'm I mean, how they work. something sort of similar is going on here, right? Where you're sort of I playing some, I, a sound through a chain and what you get on the other end is here's what the amp did to it, you know? Subtract the original from it and that's what you're left the with. The amp and the mic in this case. Yes, the whole chain, yeah, right. The whole thing, yeah. Um, I, if, To me, it's basically wizardry. Like, I don't understand how <laughs> it works. Um, yeah. But this is actually a really great segue to talk about our giveaway, which you and I have not really discussed, but we should bring it up. Uh, but Do just it live. <laughs> a, a little bit more yeah. on this. I just like want to okay. mention really quickly about this boss thing. Yeah, I think this is a a do not sleep on kind of product, right? It's yeah. two hundred bucks, and it's got a headphone out, so you can just you can play silently at home with it and stuff. Uh, and okay. yeah, you know pedals, pedals. Uh, I think. You know, the U.S. economy aside, I, I think pedal inflation has become a thing a bit. I, I feel like pedal hmm. prices are a little bit, they were a kind of blowing up a little bit before inflation was in the news, you know? Okay. Um, that's just my, t- I have nothing to support that. It just sort of feels that way to me. Um, but $200, like how many pedals do I have that cost that and they do one single thing, never mind right. are the whole amp solution, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, because so realistically, this this should be, uh, okay, uh, I'm assuming that 
like we said earlier, like what's different about this quality wise? Like, is there some, is there some difference if we loaded the same IR into the Ox Stomp and into this or into Helix and into this, is there going to be some difference? So assuming that there's not, because to me- I can't imagine there would be. Why would there be? Besides that we don't have a knob for speaker breakup or whatever, right? So besides that we're just using high, mid, low and leveling gain. Right, we're using like basically the five basic basic controls. Yeah, um, this is it. Like the, you could do this instead of an amp, and then have like the rest of your pedal board or whatever, and do a show. Yeah, completely, completely. And right. it's got the the thing that it's got the the effects loop too. That feels like right. a feature. Like I know it's just more jacks, and it's just a little bit of software to tell it where to put those jacks. But yeah. For that it's price, become, I w- it's become necessary though. Like all of these, oh, those, yeah. that is always on all of these products. So this is this is them just not missing the ball. Yeah, but I mean, to keep that price, if it was two fifty, mm-hmm. I would say like, sure, you know, bring it on. Like it's it's one of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the Iridium; it's three ninety nine. The yeah. Walrus Audio one is three ninety nine. They're all in that ballpark. And here comes Boss. Like, hey, how about half that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that's interesting. So now I want to I want to like keep an eye on YouTube, right? For somebody yeah. who's going to just take the same IR and put it into three or four of these things, and I want to yeah. I want to hear him. Like, what's what does the difference sound like? I mean, it's going to be tricky because the amps inherently are going to be a lot different. So, like, if you said no, but I want to take yeah. the same IR and load it into a bunch of these and see, like, you mean the same a, the same amp model? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, I don't know if you can do that. I, I think it's just speaker IRs. Okay, so, <clears throat> pardon me. So, which is true for the others as well. Okay, so there's a there's a big difference here. Then the IR is just the speaker part of it. Just it's not speaker. like it's yeah. not like a Kemper profile where it's a whole Correct. amp. Okay, well, I but did in not. It is the whole amp? So like, no, I you can't change but that's, it. Yeah. That's not the IR part that can be swapped out. Yeah, with, yeah by yeah. USB. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yes. So yeah, there will be a difference. That's like you know, Boss's version oh, okay. of a Marshall will not match Line Six's version of a Marshall. Yeah, all but right. I think I was messing around with IRs a couple of weeks ago, and was trying to. I was just like building a new preset, and I left the cabinet the same, the IR the same across all of these different amps I was playing around with, mm-hmm. and it it does offer you a major point of consistency, like when when a being yeah. sounds and stuff. So. I think you could still get a little bit of a feel for that. Like, how different is yeah. it? Well, I, I know that, I mean, I are, the, the, the cab portion of these things, and cab and microphone is really what it is. Right. And sometimes preamps and other things. Because whatever they put in that chain when they captured that, that's what you're recording through, basically. So, um, yeah, like I have, uh, I use the my uh, UAD amp sims uh, mm-hmm. that Brainworks wrote for UAD. And so they have their whole setup at like, I I can't remember what studio it is in Germany, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, they have a bunch of cabs and they have great, they have this great big uh, AMS console and a bunch of several outboard things and several. So basically like I have the, um, the Savage one, the Engel Savage 120 amp and when I'm setting this up, when I have a guitar player here and it's like, okay, we're going to, let's record, like, let's find our sound. I'm not twiddling the amp. I'm yeah. putting the gain in in roughly the right spot, but that happens almost instantly. And I don't, I don't hardly ever touch the knobs on that mm-hmm. angle. It's like, 
gain, okay, we're good. Maybe a little bit of presence and, and resonance, maybe. Yeah. And then I flip open the thing and I'm just clicking the plus or minus button to scroll down the, the presets for the IR cabs. list. That is yeah. where all the different, and it's wildly cabs. different. Yeah. It's like sort of, so the reciprocal of what you're saying a second ago, it's throwing a Marshall cab on there and then scrolling through. Okay, here's it with a 57. Here's it with a 57 mm-hmm. in a different spot. Here's a big tube condenser. Here's both of them together. You know, all these presets are there. Here's another one that has this this EQ on it. Oh, now we're in a totally different cab. Um, and they're wildly yeah, different. Super different. It changes the whole I do feel. All my tone sculpting is coming from that. I'm never touching the bass mid treble. Those those things all stay at 12 o'clock. The amp sounds great. You're done, amp. Everything's <laughs> yeah. happening, not in you. <laughs> it's all, the, all the differences happening in the cabs yeah. and the mics. Um, so... Uh, so anyway, I guess yes, I, I'm on board. Like even if these amps aren't aren't great, I mean for for 200 bucks, even if they're sort of like middling amps, there's a hell of a lot you can do. A hell of a lot, and the IRs yeah. that are included are from Celestion, which are good, right? And you mm-hmm. can put in whatever else you have. Like I end up yeah. using pretty much the same IR across all applications of when I'm playing guitar. Like when it yeah. calls for an IR, if I'm going digital in any way. I tend to always use the same one because it's just the most, it feels the most universal to me. Right. Okay, it covers which one is all it? out them. It's the ML Sound Labs Pete Thorne 212. And it's a, okay. the Pete Thorne like uh, custom IR pack from his Sir brand 212 cabinet. I think it's a, it's a blend. It's two different speakers in that cab. I think it's a cream back and, a vintage thirty, maybe, or something like that, and they're bl- they're right, blend different microphones on each of them. Yeah. And- oh, yeah. So, anyway, speaking of IRs and speaking of ML Sound uh-huh. Labs, it's time to talk about our giveaway. Aha! Uh-huh. All right. Aha! Uh-huh. What? Um, give Give me the uh, thing I can call up here. Here, I'll just post it in the chat. Yeah, hey, but you it post is. it in the chat. Ba 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 ba. Super. Super duper mega generous friend and patron of the show, Doug, the has Doug. donated this ML Sound Labs Mega Gent Pack IR bundle to the Tone Control for us to give away. Mega Gent. Mega Gent Pack. <laughs> mega Gent a, Cab Pack. It seems like, you know, when you get super dolled up to go to a wedding or something, <laughs> yeah. you're a Mega Gent. <laughs> <laughs> mega ladies and mega gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, okay, so this is um so that I have IR tried pack. this. It's an yep. IR pack. It is based on the exact Mesa Boogie oversized 412 cab that was used on I believe Periphery 3. Okay. So, it is a uh, widely heard <laughs> Yeah, so there's this whole story about how the guy at ML Sound Labs um, acquired the cabinet and stuff and then made IRs with it. So I have used the ML Sound Labs stuff for a long time, and I am routinely impressed by what they're putting out for short money. Um, so this pack includes, it's it's this one 412 Mesa, and you yeah. can have it loaded up with a 57, an SM7B, a uh, Unidyne 3, an R121, an E906, MD421, M160, and KM184. 
And K-94 uh, is an interesting choice. I have never <laughs> recorded a guitar with one of those. I would expect like a large condenser or something to be the one condenser on the list. But then again, I, I don't know, gent sounds maybe. Maybe that's just not now, what we're doing. I think, well, the, the cab was used on this like iconic gent record. Yeah. But um, it is a super versatile cabinet pack in general. That's true. It's, so this isn't it, an amp pack after all. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So it's um, it comes with five brightness variations. This is how ML does it all the time, right? It's like, you know, SM57, A, B, C, D, E. And they're just varying they're levels positions, of, of brightness. Yeah. yeah. And, and then maybe an angle, yeah. But they don't tell you any of that. It's just like right. here's here's A, yeah. here's B, here's C, Same and they're just brain works, yeah, yeah. And just to keep it easy, because you could get so in the weeds so quickly. Um, and then seven real life multi mic mixes, and they call them like, you know, epic, massive, huge, like whatever. They're just a word, right? That's associated, yeah. and they're more um, nuanced and kind of blends of these existing mics and stuff. So in total, you get forty seven impulse responses. And they will load up into any of your IR-supported things. So, how do we want to give this away, Justin? <laughs> this is how software, I, too. So, um, like, not software, yes. but it is a file that would go in <clears throat> some, some software um, for you. So, uh, we need we need um, we need people to self-select because you got to be able to to use it like somebody's got to have yeah. something that you can load it into this can't be just you know you wouldn't want to win this and be like well this is useless to me so um i don't know i feel like we have to do something with discord like we need to um we have our newsletter too don't forget we have our newsletter but how do we but i just don't, i don't know how to do that from the newsletter yeah. Um, yeah. So, in my mind, the easiest thing I can think of is um, to just put something in Discord that says, you know, react to this. Click the reaction kind of thing. Oh, put, I see. Put that okay. in a recording channel. Well, yeah, we can make like a giveaway channel or, or or put something in a specific channel that isn't going to get a lot of traffic or something like that. Just say react yeah. to it, and that way people are entering themselves. Um, we should post on. We should send it out on the newsletter and say, "Hey, join of Discord, course, yeah. even if it's just to click on this thing." Um, yeah, well, let's do. We'll do. We'll make a giveaways channel that, like, we're just mods for, and it's the only contents for it is giveaways where you react yeah. to enter. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then we'll we'll figure out offline like when this will run through. But we are coming up on our holiday break that we like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, with our bonus episode and things like that. So maybe it'll be around then. So we can sort of promote this a little bit more. We'll talk about it in the coming weeks and stuff. Um, do have to actually get a newsletter out there to tell people about this? But right. um, yeah, it's the so mega. If you do a gent- newsletter and then do two or four weeks, that's, that's yeah. enough. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fair game. Totally. So, um, huge thank you to Doug. Yeah. For, Very kind. For sending this our way. He just bought two of them. He was like, here, here's one. I bought one. Here's one for you guys to give away. And I was like, guy, listen. <laughs> what are you trying to do here? What are you doing? Too nice. Too kind. <laughs> um, and yeah, it'll it'll work with um, basically everything. Headrush, Kemper, Look at, Line yeah, 6. I was, I was about to say, I asked yeah. you about formats earlier, and you were <laughs> like, yeah, there's a few. There's like fucking 11 or 12 different Things, I, I, they're not it's saying nice. that they're different formats. They're saying that it's going to work with all these things. It's so um, great because, like, yeah. I can load the same IR with no trouble into my Helix, into my HX stop, which would of course be the same, or into yeah. my Rev 
uh, D twenty or into Logic or like whatever. Like I can just yep. put it wherever I want and really not have to worry. So I could load them into an IR reverb and use them as a reverb. Oh my god! And the thing is. Technically, if I set it to 100% wet, that will sound the same as a guitar cab loader. Because <laughs> that's all it's doing. It's just processing the signal 100%. That's true. It wouldn't sound like a reverb. There wouldn't be any delay to it. It's just, anyway. <laughs> that's a true thing. That's a true fact. That is the thing about impulse responses. <laughs> wow. I had not even considered that possibility, but because why would I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I because it's a fucking a, weird thing to do. You don't ever yeah. deal with reverbs like this, and B, yeah. it's stupid, right? So yeah. why would you have ever thought of that? Why would I ever do that? <laughs> yeah, right. it's like when I say like, oh, in Helix, you can put your, you can plug your guitar right into a speaker and then into an amp. <laughs> <laughs> Great job. <laughs> well, you, why would you do that? You, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, if you're the Beatles, you can just plug your guitar right into the console. Kachunk. Kachunk. Did we ever talk about that new Beatles song? I have not listened to it. Oh wow. Boy, even I've listened to it, Derek. That's <laughs> Yeah, um, I um I well, it, yeah. So I, I'm struggling with this AI thing. Um But the AI, it, all the AI did is clean. Okay, I, I, right. I, did, I did find that out. Piano yeah. out of the vocal track, yeah. Um, which I was doing yes. today on a live mix. By the way, <laughs> I'm doing a live mix for a band. It was recorded live at Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, and there is a ton of bleed on the vocal mic. And the the drummer had a vocal, and the drums are louder than the vocal are in that mic. And so to use it, I used AI to isolate the vocal and. The mix is banging. And what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I right. I, I do know that and I should listen to it. I just haven't. I've just been yeah. been a loser about it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> it's it's I don't I don't think it's like that big a deal. It's it's sort of cool. I think if you're a real Beatles fan, you'd get a kick out of it um for anyone That's, who is kind of thing. But um Yeah. I I think they did a pretty good job of not sounding modern, but not Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't totally just like emulate the sound of the old records. Like you can tell it's a modern mix. Yeah. But they didn't. Uh, the bass. The bass sounds kind of modern. It doesn't really sound like. It. It's definitely not that that Hofner bass. You know what I mean? Like mm, it's definitely okay. not that. But um, just the way the the feel of the drums and stuff like that. It's 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 a mix. You know, it's a mix of. Yeah. It's definitely them. And their style. Um, and it's a little bit more, you know, it's not like a hypey poppy kind of sound. So that's like it's, when it's um, kind of interesting to to listen to and hear. Like, so what are they doing here? You know, like how are they blending like, these worlds? Maybe I don't know. Eight or nine years ago, that Jimi Hendrix album came out. Oh and yeah, it was. It's called People, Hell, and Angels, and it is all original recordings. This is all like before the AI conversation, obviously, but it is mixed like a record from today or from yeah. 10 years ago. And it sounds like a Black Keys album. Like it has uh -huh. that like huh. kind of garage rock thing, but it's, it's Jimi Hendrix. Cause that's, songs. that's kind of how it would come out. Right. Because we were talking about yeah. like old techniques, but then a modern mix on top of it. old recording techniques, right. but then a modern mix. Um, and this is almost this, maybe this is the opposite of that. 
Uh, you, maybe you should listen to it. Tell me what you think. But maybe this is new recording techniques, and then they're trying to put the old mixing facade on it. You know? Oh, I see. Yeah, because the I'll vocal is I, clearly old. You know, and they didn't just, try to um, like super compress it or anything. I I often don't know how I feel about the Beatles. Like I, it's <laughs> same. You know, like I'm not one to say that they suck. I know plenty of people yeah. are out there thinking they're interesting for disliking the Beatles, but like <laughs> that's not what I'm after. You know, I just uh-huh. I, I think you can't talk about the advancement of music, popular music, guitar-based music, without talking about the Beatles, and yeah, like that's worth something. But I don't think they are the most interesting songs I've ever heard. Right, and, and yeah. but that's. That's partly a, a sign of the times that, like, yeah. just because so much has happened since then, yeah. maybe at the time was it the most interesting song someone had ever heard? Quite possibly. Yeah, th- there's quite a lot of Beatles catalog that I'm not into at all. Oh, yeah. Um, I think there's, there's, you know, there's 10 or 15 songs that I think are truly great. Yeah. And are, like, historical moments in the world. And then there's Critical, a lot yeah. that's, like, it's fine but it's not really my it's not really like what i am wanting to listen to all the time and the, the a lot of it is kind of the mood of it right the sort of yeah dancey singy songy the the yellow submarine crap like i i have no i don't want to go anywhere near yeah, any that, right I, so, so there's take plenty of and then, songs that strike me that way and so, even yeah. this like early um british invasion time you know, I want to hold your hand and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They're just like clap along pop songs that are, but again, at the time, like you have to consider the context for that. Yeah. So, yeah. which I can't do because I wasn't there. So right. it's so, so hard. What, what we're left with is we don't have the proper context except intellectually just trying right. to understand it. Um, things are out of tune because that's just mm-hmm. the way it was back then. And time. And time, although they were better than the fucking Rolling Stones. Accurate. Um, which I will, I do not think I'm being interesting by saying the Rolling Stones suck. I just never liked them because their music is bad. Um, <laughs> the, so, so, but it's, so it's, it's kind of out of tune. And what you're left with is like stuff that sounds basically like live performances. And some of their songs are really good. So that's where I am with it, I guess. It's yeah. like, yeah. I really like the, like the greatest hits kind of collections. That's usually got mostly stuff that I think is fantastic. And then there's a few others that I usually like. I can usually go find that it's like, oh, I really like that song, and it never makes it onto a greatest hits because every fucking Beatles song was a hit. So it's like, right. how do you how do they choose, you know, from a sales perspective? It's almost ridiculous. When but. I was a kid, we had a lot of um my parents had a big CD collection <clears throat> and we had a um a handful of Beatles greatest hits or like a box set or something like that. Yeah. And uh, the last few tracks of one of the CDs was a few of their hits, like th- two or three or four hits. Um, I specifically remember I Want to Hold Your Hand, entirely sung in German. By for them? The German, by them, for the German market. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You can find them on YouTube. It's so bizarre because it's everything that you know. You know the thing. It's a different take. The whole song is a different take. And it's right, like a little they different. They did those all like live on the stage, right? Yeah. They weren't multi-tracking back or uh they weren't you know what I mean. Yeah, right. What's they his name hadn't created the thing that Les they would Paul. need yeah. later to <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, it's 
It's so odd. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, if Yellow Submarine comes on, I'm not going to be upset if it gets changed. (laughs) Like, I I try to change it so fast because my daughter will be like, wait, why'd you skip that one? If she hears the first fucking note because I didn't skip it in time. There's this awesome, it's children's music, it's Raffi. Yeah, there's an awesome video, or like, I think it's just an audio clip that is on YouTube of a live performance of, um, Oh my God! I'm, the the title is escaping me. Um, What's it about? I can help. It's um, it's. Google uh, intensifies. It's Randy Bachman from Bachman Turner Overdrive talking about the opening chord to Hard Day's Night. That's what it is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I got there. So you know that that opening chord of Hard Day's Night. It's yeah. like this weird. It's it's not dissonant, but it's like two or three chords together, and it doesn't really make any sense. There's this really cool like his band was going to play it, and he's like, "All right, let me explain what's happening here." And he like goes through each track to the audience, and is like, "Well, Paul's playing this, and John's playing this, but he's adding this other note in the top." And he plays each band member plays their own part separately. Yeah, and then they go, you know, okay, and on everybody together, two, three, four, playing, and it's like perfect, right? It is totally yeah. the perfect thing. Yeah. And it only works if you're doing all these things kind of not incorrectly, but they they clash and overlap in a way that's really interesting. Yeah, and you can't do it without multiple instruments and you know, all this stuff. So um, go look that up; it's really cool. All right, that's it. That's it. right. Right now. All right. No, thanks to no, everybody no, no, who no, right watching the show. <laughs> now, before we move on, before um, we move phone? on, before we move on, I came up here tonight. Um, I had shown Beth a funny video on my phone, and that video exists on TikTok. And I'm wondering, she wanted me to get a blind reaction from you. Okay, so you're going to play it over the thing right now, and I'm going to watch it? Turn my phone Here we go. Up. Here we go. That's it. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Anyway, um, I just wanted um, to squeeze that in there before I forgot. So before we before we bounce too far, my yeah. my kid is learning the recorder in music class at school, and she keeps. T- I'm not. I've not heard her play one, but she says that uh, when I was brushing her teeth today, she's humming, and then she says to me, "Daddy, have you heard?" Leclerc de Lune, hmm. because I can play it on the recorder. Whoa. So she's playing the recorder only at school and not at home? Yeah, they have some there. Okay. Um, we don't have one. I mean, I... I, I well, let's keep it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so interested, like, by the time I hear her honk on a recorder, <laughs> is it going to sound like a note? Because she like do I I saw her like my yeah. you know pantomiming doing her fingers and she was humming the melody and I was like okay interesting yeah. I wonder if it's gonna squeak when she does it I'm not sure uh, okay I'm gonna put I feel like anyway. I could have put a bunch more sounds in this show and I didn't but that's we'll okay. do one now because we yeah. have a question or a topic suggestion from Discord right here at the right. 55th minute <laughs> right here at the squeezing it at the end. <laughs>
I keep thinking that one's going to end like three times. Well, it's. I always no, end up doing the halftime trick at the end because I love it. Right. But so, <laughs> so uh, okay. earlier today, when when the community was putting the show together, because I was on here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which wouldn't have changed anything, I guess. Um, Mike suggested the topic could be music Christmas list. Isn't necessarily like gear you want, but maybe what gear do you hope your favorite company will release next? Or what do you want to hear from your favorite band? Anything um, you would wish for around yeah. music? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? I was thinking about this, um, you know, for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, you know, it's always, it's always like, it's always studio stuff for me. I've actually, I've actually bought several things recently, but it's all like, it's all AI stuff. <laughs> the The fancy new tech is yeah. plugins and things that are doing processing that is black magic and, mm-hmm. and is pretty goddamn amazing. Um, guitar, you know, what would I want? What could I invent? I I would love to have, I would love to have like a Kemper kind of deal in software. Like I don't care mm. about a hardware Kemper, but if I had, frankly, if I had Kemper that would run on my UAD hardware, I, so, so that I could just like, you know, purchase things from the Kemper library marketplace thing and like, because I, I would probably have a lot of amps at my disposal. Do you mean this specifically studio. from Kemper or like from anywhere? Well, I think because so I'm picturing like if it's software, I would want to be able to record through it without any latency with my UAD stuff. So really, like I would need it to be like a collab between UAD and mm. Kemper, which I know isn't going to okay. happen. But like, so <laughs> yeah. so it would be what I'm thinking of is just something on that level. You know what I mean? Like. UAD makes a lot of like, oh, here's the, you know, Marshall Silver Jubilee amp. And it's yeah. in, in immaculate detail. And it's like, I kind of, I don't care about that. What I want is like, they 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 have the um, the Townsend Labs. They bought Townsend Labs, which is a microphone modeling thing. Um, yeah. So they, they own that. And they're, yeah, they're we talked UAD. about that here. Right, right. They're UAD branded now. So that is like, you can you buy a pack and it has well it has a basic and I think there's one expansion for it and it's just a bunch of microphone profiles and then you can record through them or mix with yeah. them and stuff like that something like that for guitars like I want the amp where I can have a lot of a lot of amps in it you know what I mean like rather than and, and this like plug-in the community the, yeah exactly stuff community made stuff like. And I understand that there's a lot more money if they just keep making one amp model and selling that amp model for a couple of hundred bucks. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I know why yeah. I don't have it, but like that's the guitar related thing that I would instantly scoop up. Whereas all these other amps, I hesitate. I don't know. How often am I going to use that one amp? You know, I don't know. Right. I, you know, is that worth it? It's tough. Yeah. <clears throat> would you get into the game of, of modeling amps that you come across? Like if you were at, if I if I had a if I had something for that yeah yeah like if if you could do it through you, your UA hardware and you were at Monastery yeah, for yeah. a day and they had like a cool old Fender Deluxe or something he has a he has an old Supro he has oh, a sick. bunch of he has a bunch of old <laughs> stuff he has like a le- legit old like gnarly awesome. stuff <laughs> yeah that's um, awesome like that would be yes. so cool to do and just like have it in software because that's all it is yes. in the Kemper. Obviously, right? Like it's right. just yeah, 
Exactly. Yes. And I, like yeah. I said, I don't want to harbor because I, I am, so, I am so happy with the the way I just did this um, Eisengeist record is direct in with, mm-hmm. and I, I'm printing dry guitar to my to my track, but it is it is monitoring through and playing back from the DAW through this amp model. And yeah. I can change it on the fly. I can do anything I want, which means I I do editing, and I'm looking at a dry guitar track, so I can see every pick strike cleanly, hmm. and like I can track rhythms effortlessly. Yeah. And oh, it's fantastic! I love it. And this is working in UAD Luna. It makes this super easy. I'm really right. liking it. Um, so having a thing in that where I could, it's like the mic modeling exists. I want. I want a pack like that that's amp models, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's like, and then, and then they can sell like, like the Townsend Labs microphone thing, the, the Blackbird Studios microphone collection, they can sell that into the Townsend Labs. Well, now let's sell the, the Abbey Road amp pack or the mm. whatever amp, you know, who, so-and-so signature amp pack or something, their three favorite amps. It'll probably be yeah. studios if they have multiple amps, but yeah. Um, or, I mean, that would be absolutely wild if I could plug it into my processor here and and totally. um, capture an amp that somebody brought to me cuz then I would do that I would do that for bands when a yeah. band came in I would instead of using I mean he liked the sound of this just fine but like he has um I can't remember if it's JCM 800 or JCM it's probably JCM 2000 or something like that mm. Um, and then, or, or a 6550, like all these things that show up oh yeah, bring it in. We'll model it. And then you'll go put it back in the car and then we'll just record it. And then bring it home and just keep coming by. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Workflow wise. That'd be crazy. I would love that. I would pay, that would be worth a lot of money. Yeah, oh yeah. As, a, as an I'm end user, just, like, saying, yeah. like, like, look, that would be worth a lot of money to somebody like me. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah, that would be really great. Um, I was thinking about this earlier today too, and on this on a similar track, I want to see or um, profiling, essentially profiling, whatever it might be called, from yeah. Line Six. Like that. That's what I want. I want to be able to do right. it on my on my Helix hardware, um, which would have. It's going to require new hardware. I'm pretty sure, which Helix is, mm. seems to not be doing. Line six seems to not be doing. Um, it's not the end of the world because I think all, all the stuff that they're doing at yeah. HQ sounds really good. But it'd be awesome again if I could go someplace or or just like know that the the download I'm getting from their marketplace is so and so's real, you know, sixty five deluxe right. or something, whatever so, it is. So when they do. Um... Do new, I don't know do, how do, they do, they do it. Do they make yeah. new amps for that thing? Or is it yeah. like, when somebody releases something, is it a preset? But when Line 6 comes <laughs> up with it, they can they can download new amps. Obviously, they can. They can. You, so but. I don't know how they do it, if they're profiling or if they're just, I, I don't know. I don't know how Shaping it works on this. parameters or something. Yeah. But um, so an, anything that you download from either their marketplace, which is purchased, or from their like community thing, which is all free share stuff, Um it's all using the existing stuff that's within your Helix. Right, so okay. even if it's like, this is based on the such and such live cut of whatever song. It's somebody like who listened and dialed it in. Dialed it in very closely, hopefully very right. closely. Um, 
And it can be very and, complex chains and stuff. There's value. Oh, in of there. course. Yeah. There is. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy looking through the community stuff and seeing like what has the most downloads right now. Cause it'll show you like mm-hmm. how many times something's been downloaded. Or like what is the highest rated, highest reviewed, and, and looking at how people set things up, there's a value there too. But um I think it would be awesome to be like for example, like there's a 6505 at our practice space. It's some other bands. Yeah. But like if I could show up and just be like, hey guy, can I plug into this today right. to like to profile it and take it home? And like I don't have to yeah. take you take your amp out of here or anything like that. I think that would be cool. Like I would yeah, love to so do you that. Need a, you need a load box to do that because it needs to yeah, measure yeah. the direct output. So, And I think with Kemper... That's what I mean was, by some kind of new hardware scenario. Right, right, exactly. Um, I've seen Kemper stuff where it involved microphones, but... Was that, right, that Kemper that does. Kemper was profiling the speaker as well? I think so. Well, you can do but it either must, way because they, they, they must listen to both ends. Maybe it, maybe it does both at the same time, where it's taking yeah. a feed direct from the amp and then passing it to the speaker and taking that too. Probably, because what do you do about combos, right? Right, because Kemper can you can turn around and use it as a head, which means it has yeah. to delete the speaker out of the equation, or it wouldn't work. Right. So yeah, I think it must be doing. It's you like know, a I know a couple situation. of guys. I know a couple guys around here that use Kempers, and I. Should just ask them. <laughs> we, we, we speculate about Google it enough. this at a different time yeah. if we felt like. Um, it. I also yeah. I just think that'd be really cool. I think um, it would similarly the neural quad cortex, the neural DSP right. quad cortex, will profile pedals, and I want to be able to do that. <laughs> so what if you what if you rent, you know, uh, the UAD box. <laughs> And then you get this thing that profiles the pedal, and you just profile it, and then just return it or something. (laughs) Have you then have you then created a camera? Have we like? Oh my god! (laughs) I also it's the neural thing profiles a pedal. They're expecting you to profile what like a reverb or something. It'll do overdrives and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard with. I've heard with fuzzes, it does not do that good a job. Like it'll yeah. do it, but it's not. Fuzz is such an unwieldy it's so, thing. It's such a squared wave. Yeah, it's and it's so <laughs> dynamic with your individual guitar and and your volume knob right. and stuff like that. Impedances so, and everything else. Yeah, I would also. I mentioned this in the last episode. I think I want Line Six to come out with that HX One. That's just an amp and cab thing, like this Boss thing we were just talking right. about. Yes. Like that's I, I would not buy that because I don't need it, but I think that is going to be a move that would At that be point, awesome. They've hit all of the they've hit the every sizes, size. Every yeah. size. I just they've think that's like switch, such a. They've got a two switch. They got a three switch. <laughs> you got your four switch right over here. We've got one with five switches. There's a six <laughs> switch is for people who are, want a little bit more switches, and then for people who are not quite satisfied yet, we got the seven switch and then the eight switch. They're over there on the shelf. Now, if eight yeah. switches is not enough for you. We're going to move you to a rack and floorboard type system where the nine switches. is in the bag. I don't even know how many switches are on that thing. I just think that'd be rad, you know? Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like so clearly the next step. And I, I can only assume that they're working on it because there's no chance that anyone at Line 6 has not thought of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's probably no chance that any that no one at UAD has thought of what I said too. It's just that yeah. it's <laughs> not worth nearly as much money as oh, yeah. let's let's model the 
you know, the freedmen. Okay, next let's do the, it's the this UAD other version. One. Yeah. Right. I also would just want generally want to see more amps doing the direct out with two notes or something similar. Yeah. I think like that's such a good move. Um because then you get the best of both worlds. And mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. so much it adds so much versatility and so much like situational value to your hardware. I just love that. Yeah. So um the other, the rest of that question was like stuff about favorite bands and stuff. Um, I want to see vinyl prices come down. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, it's so funny. I, just, I, don't, um, I don't think about music that much anymore. Sometimes every once in a while I realize that. Um, that's that's like I don't listen to music that much anymore because like what little time I can just, my ears are not doing something else. I'm going to put in and like listen to a podcast because I'm walking the dogs or something. Mm. And then now and then like I don't have anything in my feed. Um, and that hasn't happened in a while because there's just been a bunch of stuff. But that's when I go, oh, what should I listen to that's like music, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. like, wow. See, meanwhile, <laughs> I'm still very hungry for new music all the time. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I fall into phases of going back and listening to old stuff um, like when I was a kid or through yeah. college and stuff, and that that's like got a cool nostalgia factor that I have fun with. Um, but every now and then, I f- we can move right into thing of the week here because sure. <laughs> I have a thing of the week suggestion wait, that's wait, a band. I, then it means I have to play a thing. Oh, How spooky! So, Apple Music. I'm an Apple Music user, and um, they do oh this God, thing same. now. Oh my God, same! They have this thing now that Spotify's had for a long time, but whatever, uh, called Discovery Station, and it plays things based on your listening habits that it, I think it knows that you haven't heard before because it has your listening history. So I've been checking that out oh, a lot lately. That's- that's interesting because like Apple Music has always had they have like the your favorites yep. and then and they've got uh, a couple of other There's like, like a your for you things that's like I think the for you has a bit to do with like what your friends are listening to right. to a degree yeah and then there's there's new music which yeah. I get the impression is a little bit shaped by my listening habits but it's like I don't know it's it's complicated so, I, so it's nice that they're they're improving that. Yeah, so this uh, Discovery Station is considered a radio station within Apple Music. And it is, so it's not a playlist, it just constantly goes. Um, So if you tune in, is it going to be in the middle of a song? No, no, it doesn't do that. But but, um, it's just constantly. (laughs) artificial. (laughs) It's just constantly adding stuff to the end, right? So it it never stops. Like uh, some of these playlists, like your friends' playlists, will end at some point. Mm-hmm. It's like an hour or something like that. But right. um, through this discovery station, which I usually put on, again, when I'm in these moments of like, I'm out of podcasts, I don't want to listen to my audiobook, I can't decide what to listen to musically, yeah. right? I'll put that on. And I have found a lot of really great music that I've been really enjoying. So one such band that came up from this recently is a band called Spanish Love Songs. And they have a new album that came out earlier this year. 
2023. Um, they have a few records out, and I love it. It is so good. It's like it's a mix of if I had to. I don't. I don't like doing genres. I think genres are kind of silly, but um, <laughs> it's like to me, it sounds like a mix of the Gaslight Anthem plus the Menzingers plus the Wonder Years, like kind of in this. Okay. Um, it's emo, but it's also like kind of Americana rock in the way that Gaslight Anthem is. Um, super hooky, really yeah. emotive, like really heavy feel stuff. And I just, it sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm really enjoying their new album and the one before it. And, I, and the problem I run into now is that I, I find a band and I'm like, this is great. Every song I'm hearing, I am so into. And then I listen to it nonstop for like three weeks and I'm <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. So yeah, I, yeah, I, it's, do, it's cool. I need that discovery kind of stuff that because it, I like it, it wasn't a lot. really that great before. And that's the thing is I, I need something where I can in those moments just click on oh just play something at me, um, yeah, in a way that's going to work. A bunch of those older style the playlist style ones would routinely fail for me in Apple. Mm-hmm. Like they would, I would turn them on and they would play two songs and then end, <laughs> and it's like. What? (laughs) That would happen all the time with the Justin's station. Like, here's your station. And it says it's a station, right? That's interesting. Two songs. And then it would repeat a song. And I go, wait, what? And I look at it, and there are two songs on this station. So, anyway, I'll go back and look at it again. Um, But it has been revised. Um, There's also, what was I going to say? Oh, I I think it's somewhat like Pandora used to be, where if you skip a song, it kind of gets the hint that, like, not into this right now. Right, 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 and it will adjust. So I had it on in the car today, uh, on our drive back, and it was it was great because there's a few things. It's like, yeah, this is cool, and I'll leave it on, and it uses that information that I left the yeah. song on. And then other things, I'm like, oh, I I like where this yeah. is going. Add to library. There's just a button right there. Add to right, library. Right, yeah. And I use my my music Apple Music library kind of like a to-do list almost. Like mm. I have these like recently added things. Like, oh yeah, I gotta check that out. I gotta listen to that whole album instead of just the single or, or something like that. So as of today, I've got like three new bands to check out um just from throwing it on in the car today. Oh that's great. I think you would yeah. like Spanish love songs, Justin. Well, all right. Well, luckily, you're uh, added as one of my friends in Apple Music, so it'll be easy to find. <laughs> I re- do. I do routinely see pictures of like you and my brother and stuff with yeah. a little like next to some album, and I'm like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what's going on. Here. I get it. <laughs> so yeah, that's my recommendation. My thing yeah. of the week. All right. Um, I should pick something for the week. I, what am I into? I don't know. <sighs> Frick. This happens all the time. I know, I know. I, I, you know, it's weird. I feel like I had something in mind earlier, but now, anyway, this is, this is bad radio. That's okay. Um, yeah, I, I, um, I don't know. I've. I picked up some new VR games. I can't. I, I don't Here's talk the about thing. that I, stuff. I know it. I, I, I know video, what you're Even my video is. game habit is like super narrow compared to most people's. <laughs> like, actually, you know what I'll say is the the Steam sale. You know, the Steam like like hmm. uh, fall sale was was a big was a big one. Uh, today at like 
So it was it was 10 a.m. Pacific time is when it launched. It was VR whatever. So like they're going to have like a big VR sale. They're like, stay tuned at 10 a.m. today. There's like almost nothing's on sale. And what is on sale hmm. is like not discounted very much. The discounts were way deeper during the Black Friday thing. And thankfully, huh. I bought a couple of games there. Um, picked up Veil for two bucks. It's like a competitive shooter, like a Counter-Strike kind of thing. But it's... Um, yeah. It's this whole. It's a whole new IP, and for two bucks, two you bucks, re- like you gotta really hate competitive shooters to not get a value out of it for two bucks. So anyway, <laughs> it's been fun. Um, but anyway, blah blah Actually, blah. A, from PAX, uh, we picked up a few co-op games that I'm oh, really nice. excited to check out. I also picked up for my first time a solo RPG that I'm gonna Whoa. hopefully dig into. Uh, In while form. I'm on it, nice. It, yeah, and like there's a you know this is like the Dungeon Master's Guide, basically, but it's called Rune. It's by a guy named Spencer Campbell. He was there at PAX and had a bunch of like solo and then like two to three player huh. uh, RPGs in these little booklets, and he's like self publishing them and stuff. So, do they have like a, their own simplified rule set kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, and if if that's a Dungeon Master's Guide, if you're solo, you are the Dungeon Master. And the player and the and enemies the and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it tells you like how to manage that stuff and right. like how to, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to nice. this. I think I might just like make a cup of coffee and start. It's called Rune. Yeah. Um, and I bought a set of dice that has like the numbers on it are kind of like that Nordic font. So yeah. it's going to be all matchy matchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Neat. Um, dig it. All right, well there you got you got two picks and I yeah. and I got And Justin's you know. pick is uh join Discord <laughs> to get in on yeah. that uh ML Sound Labs newsletter or uh, jo- Yeah, join Discord, look at it for a channel up near the top that has uh, that's for giveaways and like or or you know react to the click the little button on the thingy and then um, cuz at the end we can hover over that and see whose names are on it and mm-hmm. that will we'll pick a name from that and you'll get uh, you'll be mega gented. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Um, all right. In that case, let's get out of here. All in that case, all that is left is to thank everyone for listening and and watching, and and of course thank the patrons who are amazing. Uh, it's it's a true scientific fact that being a patron of the Tone Control Podcast. Um, makes your hair shinier and more beautiful. And, uh, you know, scientific studies have proven that uh, time and time again. So uh, if you want to have shinier and more beautiful hair and also support the show, go to patreon.com slash the tone control and become a supporter. And we thank you ever so much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bes- scrambling in the show notes right now, so I'm not saying anything. It's all right. <laughs> oh, it's, you don't have to say anything because your hair is already beautiful. So that's so kind of you to lie about. Thanks. <laughs> um, Justin, so, you're taller than me. You know what's going on up there. <laughs> I just, I, I've got, I've had bald spots since I was like 25. <laughs> it's the headphones. It's, it's, is it? I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the patrons this week that we thank with our undying love and, and of course, uh, blessings of great hair are Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, <laughs> Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast, and I realize I didn't start my music. <laughs> and where was I? Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, Doug Gann, and of course, Justin's right shoe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. Well, hey, once again, we managed to come up with an episode. Look at us, man. It's a, <laughs> against all odds. So, um, that's it. We'll see you in a, in a tone control week and we'll get a newsletter up ex- uh, about that so that anyone who maybe doesn't listen right away, hopefully will check their email and hop into discord so they can have a chance to win that uh, gent pack thingy and For be sure. a mega gent. All right. All right. All see right. you next time. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.